Hey everyone, welcome back to the Period Chats podcast. I'm your host, Kate Morton. I'm a registered dietitian with a master's degree in human clinical nutrition, and I'm also the founder of Funkit Wellness, where you can get all of your hormone support from real food supplements. Let's go ahead and dive into today. So today we're going to be talking about how the metaphorical seasons of your menstrual cycle, but then also how winter can impact your cycle. So we're going to run through it all because I realized we never talked about this on the podcast before. And it's something that I think is really interesting and helps make a lot of sense of the four phases of your menstrual cycle. So your menstrual phase, phase one, day one, and when you're actually on your period is the winter season. So the winter season is exactly what we're in now. It's cozy. It's warm. It's slow. It's a time to reflect, reset, recharge. That's your period. Follicular phase. So after your period, as estrogen is rising, getting ready for ovulation, when you quote unquote start to feel like yourself again, your best self for a lot of people, springtime. This is a great time for new beginnings, new things, that warm spring energy that's building up to summer. Then when our hormones peak and our egg is released at ovulation, where things are hot and heavy, workouts are hot, libido is high, that is going to be your summer, aka ovulation, ovulation, summer. Then the luteal phase, after you ovulate where progesterone takes over, this is our more like inward time, more like task focused. Progesterone is supposed to be a calming hormone. If our hormones are balanced, we are like getting it done, taking it easy, lifting weights, chilling out, going to bed early, eating more protein. This is fall. So if you also think about fall being very cozy, kind of wrapping things up is how I think of fall. It's like I'm like wrapping things up, taking things off my list, getting ready for the holidays. Fall is going to be your luteal phase. So a quick recap, your menstrual phase is winter, follicular phase is spring, ovulation is summer, and luteal phase is fall. So that is a quick metaphorical seasons of your cycle. And now I want to do a quick little episode on how winter can impact your cycle because a lot of you have written in to me saying, I am experiencing different symptoms. I am not feeling my best. Like what is going on ever since the time changed and it got colder outside. So I wanted to validate for you guys that there is actually some research behind that. So number one, people get a lot less vitamin D and do a lot less movement in the wintertime. It's this um, days are shorter. The sun's not out as long. Depending on where you live in the United States, you can only get vitamin D pretty much never during the day. I think it's if you're um, in the Midwest, kind of out east like that area, it's a lot harder to get vitamin D. So we see a dip in vitamin D levels in the winter. So that can be one reason we see period changes, specifically when it comes to like pain, inflammation, mood changes. A lot of that has to do with vitamin D. The next layer of that is people report more painful periods as the temperatures drop and things get colder. Again, this could be going back to vitamin D. It could be going back to we're not as active. We don't move as much. It also could, inflammation can like also pop up in the winter time. We have a lot of different things going on, especially when you're thinking about like the fun of the holidays. We have booze, sugar, like all these things that can be really fun and part of a holiday experience also can cause inflammation and 
the hangover for our period, that can cause more painful periods as well. That's one reason. Number three, this is really interesting. There's only a few research studies on this, but when the time changes and the days get shorter, this actually impacts our cycle regularity and ovulation. So there was a study that looked at the wintertime and the summertime when it comes to FSH levels, which is your follicle stimulating hormone, the size of the follicle or the egg, the frequency of ovulation, and the length of your cycle. So they found that your cycle is one day longer in the summertime, that FSH levels were higher, ovulation was more frequent, and the follicle size was larger. So all of that indicates that our bodies are like more adapted to summer for ovulation. And if you're thinking about fertility, that's an interesting concept. But it also like even if you're not thinking about getting pregnant, these are all still impacting you. So in the winter, less FSH, smaller follicle sizes, less frequent ovulation, shorter cycles, potentially, if you're not ovulating, irregular cycles. So that is just like a quick little overview of things that can be going on in the winter time. The other thing is I know for me, it's really hard to stay consistent with my activity. Like I'm such a cozy person. I don't like to be cold. So my walking, sometimes I don't want to go on my walks and keep that. So like when our movement patterns change, more traveling, if you're traveling more in the wintertime around the holidays, that can impact cycles and sleep. So if your sleep cycle is changing with it getting dark earlier, that can also impact your cycle. So those are just a few ways winter can in turn impact you. But I don't want to just leave you with a bunch of like doom and gloom. Let's brainstorm together some ways that you can actually combat these things. So when it comes to routine, the if you follow me on Instagram, you're just probably like, Kate, shut up about sunrise and sunset walks. I am over it. So If you're struggling with your bedtime routine in the winter season, getting outside for five minutes when the sun is rising and five minutes while the sun is setting can be really impactful for your menstrual cycle, for your cortisol levels, and also for your circadian rhythm. Because really circadian rhythm disruption is where a lot of these changes are coming from. So sunset and sunrise walks. If you don't want to go on a walk, you can just go bundle up and sit outside. And I know some places it's really cold and like you're maybe not getting the sunlight. Just do what you can. Like those are just things. Also happy lights or are they called happy light or a sad light. They're the light that you can get that help with um, seasonal affective disorder. And so that's another thing I actually didn't mention. If you're more, if you're prone to P or you have PMDD, it can get worse in the winter and that can be connected with seasonal affective disorder. So keep that in mind too, and make sure you're talking to your doctor and communicating if you're feeling those symptoms getting worse. Um, So those sunrise and sunset walks or just sitting outside, soaking it in, bundling up in a little blanket if it's too cold to go on a walk. The next thing is establishing a consistent movement routine even throughout the winter. So something that feels good in your body like I know right now I'm just like in a cozy moment. I don't want to leave the house. I have 
the Sculpt Society app and the Ladder app on my phone so I can do all my workouts from home. I really hibernate in the winter and I go like so deep inside. I just like want to be inside and be cozy. So, and the Sculpt Society actually has a cycle syncing um, program. So you can do that with your cycle. So consistent movement. The next one is consider a vitamin D supplement. If you're already using Funkit, you know that Cycle Bites have vitamin D. Thorn has a vitamin D supplement. Um, just consider supplementing vitamin D. It's one of the things that I am like, you know, it is really important for your cycle. You can also get it through like mushrooms and eggs, but consider a vitamin D supplement to support you in the wintertime. And focus on nourishing foods. So when we think about the menstrual phase, if we're in like the season that is the menstrual phase, you know, winter equals menstrual menstrual phase as we talked about. Think about cozy, I cannot talk today, y'all, cozy, warm foods. So cozy, warm foods that can nourish you. Thinking slow cooked meats, thinking yummy cooked vegetables, thinking all of these nice, warm, nourishing things. That's a good thing to implement. And then just think about reducing screen time. So I know that that's like, wait, that's coming out of left field, but we're talking about supporting our cortisol, supporting inflammation in the body throughout the winter time, supporting our cycle regularity. We're going to need to talk about supporting our sleep. So if we can reduce our screen time, even just instead of scrolling on TikTok or Instagram, can we pick up a book before bed? All of these things really do add up to helping you maintain and feel well in the winter time. And just know spring is coming. Spring is coming. We are in January. We've got January and February, probably the two coldest months in the year in most places. So bundle up. Take notes on like how your period's getting impacted. Um, and also if you track ovulation, I'd love for you guys to write in and let me know like, is your ovulation getting impacted by wintertime? I think that's really, really interesting sentiment because my cycle definitely changes a little bit after the time changes, but it stayed pretty regular. So I'd love to hear from you guys if you've noticed anything different with travel, with, you know, the sun rise your sleep schedule like what's going on with you and this is a really short and quick episode i just wanted it to be something that could teach you guys about the different phases of the cycle with the seasons and then a few quick tips and if you follow funkit on instagram we are doing a lot more on this more in depth we're doing a newsletter on it and some other things and for me, I have a newsletter coming out about cortisol on Sunday. I'll put the link to sign up for the newsletter. Taking one-on-one -on -one clients, I'm about to open up off of my wait list. I will link that. And if you want to share this with anyone, it's the best way for more people to find our show. I'm going to be doing some quicker episodes like this. You guys let me know that you kind of like the ones you can do when you're just like jumping in the car. But thank you for tuning in. Thank you for spending time with us. And let me know how your period is going this winter. If you have noticed a change, you know, we don't have a ton of research on this, so we can be our own N of one experiment. So let me know how you're feeling.